Hello and welcome back to the Kimmick Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Michaela. Hello, hello, hello. It's snowing. It is snowing. It is really snowing. Very out of the blue type of snowing as well. It's just like, oh, it's snowing. Okay. It's been freakishly weird snow. Yes. <laughs> like yesterday, a storm came through and it was like, I don't know, five, ten minutes long. Yeah. Of a blizzard. Just like blizzard dumping horrible for a couple minutes and then boop, gone. Blue sky. Yep. Sun yeah. came out. It was lovely. It was windy. The wind kind of was real bitey. I mean, you were outside. You could feel the chill in the air, but. It's been very windy lately. Yes. And we don't really get that much wind here, which not is absolutely much. lovely. I do not like the wind. <laughs> I mean, I I can't say I hate it because sometimes it makes the air smell a lot better. But if you're downwind from a like refinery, it smells really bad. So it depends. I really don't mind the wind. I kind of like a nice breeze. It beats being all muggy and sweaty. Yeah. I, I don't I do, like muggy and sweaty. I do kind of like the wind. I mean, I don't want it to rip my face off, but I don't mind the wind. It doesn't bother me. That's the Wyoming winds. That's the face ripper yes. place. Yes. And they've been having super strong winds, too. Yes. So we we did have strong winds that ripped the part of the window uh, screen off. So that's fun. That is fun. That is super fun. So speaking of roaring winds, <laughs> talking about the roaring 20s. The roaring 20s. Roar, roar. Such roar away. Interesting decade. It really is. When you look back in history, the Roaring Twenties is such a fascinating decade to me. Well, it's kind of a fun decade because it's after World War One mm-hmm. and before the Depression, so that it's kind of it's kind of a nice time. And there's there was a lot of cool inventions too. Yeah. I couldn't believe a- how many things were invented. There was a lot of stuff going on in the twenties. It was just like a cultural phenomena of just crazy stuff happening. It seems so creative. Would you like to hear some of the inventions that were invented in the 20s? Let's do it. That we still use today. Mm -hmm. The most important one being the electric automatic traffic light. We need those. Because before they would have a traffic cop standing in the middle of the road to direct traffic. The whistle. Yes. Yes. It was invented in 1923. Woo-wee. Yeah. It's been around a long time. And I think I read it. It really hasn't changed a whole lot. It used to be like on one strip, but it now is. I mean, it's vertical, but I don't think it's changed a whole lot. So, um, yeah, the guy who invented it was pretty smart. Extremely smart. You want to hear another invention? Yes, please. The Band-Aid. I love that Band-Aid. The Band-Aid was invented in 1920. Wow. The inventor made small adhesive bandages for his wife because she would cut and burn herself while cooking all the time. I know that feeling. So that way she could dress her wounds quickly and easily. And it was first mass produced in 1924. That's cool. But, you know, I hate plain Band-Aids. All we ever had growing up was plain, Mm. ugly, that ugly flesh-colored Bland-Aid. They are Bland-Aids. (laughs) Bland-Aids. But I like pictures, so I always go for the kids' Band-Aids with the pictures. Those are my favorite. They're fun. Yeah. If you're going to spend money, why have an ugly Band-Aid? Another one, the electric blender. I love the blender. The blender was invented... In 1922. Just think of all them smoothies that mm-hmm. we've had through the, the years. milkshakes. Ooh, I love the milkshakes. Yeah. I make a cream of broccoli soup with the blender. Another one. The first electronic television was invented in 1927. I love my telly. Mm-hmm. I'm a telly person. That was my babysitter, the telly. <laughs> and also probably one of the most important ones, the vacuum cleaner. I love that vacuum cleaner. 
Although the first vacuum cleaner can be traced back to about 1860. It was during the mid-1920s that the vacuum cleaner became much more efficient and easier to use. And in 1926, the popular vacuum company Hoover developed its first dirt sucky thing. The dirt sucky thing. Which made cleaning much easier. It was very sucky. It was very (laughs) sucky. One of my favorite things back in high school, I took German classes. And one of my favorite things ever is how literal German is, especially when you translate it into English, because their word for vacuuming is Staubsaugen, (laughs) which literally translate to dust sucking. And I just I love that. Perfect. Yeah, I know. Like, that is what it is. Like, that's why I beat around the bush with a name. That's what I love about German. It's just very literal. Yes. They just say what it is. And I'm like, thank you. Unlike English, a lot of times gives weird words to things (laughs) like yacht. Why? Just because they can. Just because. You know exactly. why, kids? Because <laughs> I said just so. Because. Because <laughs> I said so. That's why. So that's some fun inventions that whew, we have now because of the 1920s. It was a fun time. It was a fun time. A lot of dancing going on. There was a it? lot of dancing going on. A lot I, of I can relate. Illegal drinking going on. You know, when when it becomes forbidden fruit. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's that, it's good. always temptation. As soon as you say, don't drink that, it's not allowed. Someone's going to find a way around it. Every time. It's the, yeah, it's the, for, it's the tree of knowledge. Every time. <laughs> you know, just say no. Same with your kids. You don't want, if you want them to touch something, just say, that's off limits. Yeah. And don't really give them a reason. And. I, you know they're going to touch it. Although, even though, yeah, it was legal and some not super great things happened, like gangsters and bootlegging and all that fun stuff happened because of alcohol being illegal. Moonshine. Speakeasies are super cool. They were. The concept <laughs> is so cool. These secret underground hidden clubs. So cool. Yeah. And there's even the number one rated speakeasy in the United States in Fort Collins, Colorado. Are you serious? Yep. Is it like old or is it no, just, it's, it's it's just new? It's in like just the ranked years. It is ranked like top as number one speakeasy style bar huh. in the nation. I took Ren there when she came to visit. How'd she like it? Oh, it was super cool. I mean, the atmosphere is incredible. It's all 1920s underground speakeasy aesthetic. It's super cool. That sounds cool. It's called The Social in Fort Collins, Colorado. Oh, I've heard it. I've just never been there. Yeah. And huh. there's there's no sign for it. There's, it's like, there's so, it is. It's so secret. It's very speakeasy. There's no sign for it. There's just like a clock mm-hmm. that kind of marks the stairwell that leads to the underground it's is cool we walked around it or we were by it was it on the so we went on a ghost tour um didn't we walk by it though probably okay but it's super cool their drinks are phenomenal that sounds fun it's, it was we'll really fun yeah I, I went there with ryan their drinks are incredible and they have little finger foods I love finger foods. Finger foods are good. Too. Nibbles. Nibbles. I love nibbles. So very, very, very fun. Very cool. Expect to wait in line, though. Mm-hmm. It's popular. It's very popular. I was just telling her, well, I had to run over to Fort Collins today to take care of some stuff and get my new screen protector on my phone. I need to do that. And take back a... I, I took back used... Gig bag because it's too squishy. I got to order a hard case. But um, I have just this love of Fort Collins have ever since I was a kid. And just to be there, even for a little while and walk around Old Town, felt like home. So I feel rejuvenated because of that. Though everybody around me has a cold and I am like on the brink of that 
cold, but I, it was snowing and raining, and I was walking down an old town, and the wind was bitey. So, <clears throat> other than that, we're doing well. We're doing great. Also, another fun fact, Fort Collins was a really big bootlegging hub in the 1920s. Mm. Like, big bootlegging operations happened in Fort Collins in I the 1920s. I would not be surprised. And Fort Collins actually stuck around to the, uh, oh, it, the law that made alcohol legal. What was that called? Prohibition. There, there you go. go. There we go. Colorado was a dry state a lot longer than some of the other states after yes. the ban was lifted. Mm-hmm. So Fort Collins in particular had a really big bootlegging moonshine operation and a lot of underground clubs, which if you go on the ghost tour, you can actually see some of the places where there were underground tunnels and underground clubs and places where people would stash the booze Mm. and even there is a street named lady moon that's over off of harmony Mm. and that was named after i think she was like one of like the founding people's wives of fort collins but she used to always keep moonshine like in her pockets and stuff they would call her lady moon (laughs) it's kind of fun yeah interesting Mm -hmm. interesting history you want to hear about some prices? Sure. In the 1920s? A new house was $6,296. Whoa. The average income was 2160 per year. A new car was $525. Oh. Average rent was $15 a month. Uh-huh. Boy, I wish it was that way. Uh-huh. Movie tickets were $0.15. Cents. Ooh. Gasoline was 33 cents a gallon. Postage stamps were two cents. Bacon was 52 cents a pound. Eggs were 47 cents a pound. Uh, (laughs) A dozen a pound. (laughs) I wish they were 47 cents now. They're over five bucks now. For a while there, they were like almost $10 a dozen. And I'm like, excuse me. Anything that is fancy brand eggs, eight. Yeah. Yep. Round steak was 40 cents a pound. Ooh. Half a gallon of milk was 33 cents and bread was 12 cents. Oh, those were the days, weren't they? But were they really, though? Because these people were making like 2,000 half a cent an hour. Yeah. So, yeah, it all kind of works it out. It does kind of even out a little bit. It seems like it's so cheap, but it really isn't. Living is expensive. Yeah, no matter when or what, mm. living's always expensive. Life is just so daily. Yeah. Because, I mean, you worked in the 80s and oh, made like made nothing. $3 an nothing. hour. Yeah. It was pathetic. But it paid the bills. It, it got you something. Yeah. You know, it, it got it done. Fed my face. Hey, there you go. Paid my rent. So. Why don't we pick a song? You want to pick? Or you want me to? You can pick. You pick first. Okay. We decided we'd pick one uh, 1920s song. Mm-hmm. We didn't know how many we could actually pull up. Yes. So, because some are kind of obscure. But I picked a gal. Her name is Annette Hanshaw, who I really, really like. her like her voice. And I picked a song that's called, If You Want the Rainbow, You Must Have the Rain. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, let's go. If You Want the Rainbow, You Must Have the Rain by Annette Henshaw, 1926. I love her voice, though. She, she has a fun voice. She has such a fun voice. It makes me want to watch silent movies and stuff. Cartoons, you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Old cartoons like Betty Boop and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She had a cool voice. Speaking of movies, I love movies and I love Old movies, particularly silent movies. I have a big place in my heart for silent movies. I think that 
short era of filmmaking is so fascinating mm-hmm. because the amount of things that they did in really a short amount of time before they had, you know, talking films mm-hmm. is so incredible and still extremely influential. And I love what they were able to accomplish with the little amount of resources they had. And because they didn't have a bunch of movies before then. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have anything to really compare it to. So they just made stuff out of like cardboard and made their own sets. And I think that's so incredible just to think of how you'll have to portray language with just your face. Mm your body language to really, I mean, sure, they'd have little captions, but there was never really a whole lot of dialogue in any of them. There is not a lot of dialogue. So you really have to have a lot of facial expressions oh, to one of my express yourself. All-time favorite silent film actors, Lon Chaney. Lon <laughs> Chaney Sr. Just so amazing. What an amazing person. Oh, and the things he was able to do with just grease paint and... Very minimal, basic stage makeup. Mm-hmm. It was, f- he was phenomenal. Yeah, he was incredible. Extremely inspiring. And I know we touched on it before, but he had he was a single father. And in order mm-hmm. to provide for his son, he was an actor. So anytime they would post an opening for a role for any film, anything at all, he would use makeup to make himself fit that role to get the role yes. so he could provide for his son. Mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. He had uh, deaf parents mm-hmm. and he was like shunned because of it too. Yeah. And they started oh, sad. a school it, it, for the deaf in Colorado Springs. That's yes. still there. Yes. Like, wow. That's, that's amazing. So cool. One of my favorite Lon Chaney films is, is it the, oh, what is it? Man of a Thousand Faces. No, that's one of that's about launching, which is also really good. That's a good um, one to watch. It's yeah. the oh, the, the laughing, the laughing clown, the crying clown. It's not the man who laughs because that's Conrad V, which is another fantastic silent film that was towards the end of the silent film era. Mm-hmm. Conrad V is one of my favorite silent film actors yes. as well. Mm-hmm. He was German, so German expressionalism, like he his debut role in film was in the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which was 1919, so not quite the 20s, but... But Nosferatu was. Nosferatu was. 1922. Boy, can you imagine how scared they were in the theater (sighs) watching Nosferatu? Oh, they freaked out. And Nosferatu is also a part of that German expressionalism Mm -hmm. for filmmaking. And that's what I'm talking about when they really had to use their imaginations to get the expression across. They used shadows and angles angles in the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Everything in the set is at a weird angle. And it just gives you this weird unsettled feeling like you're off balance. Yeah. Almost kind of a dizzy feeling. Yes. And I think that's just, uh, it's brilliant when you... Yeah, the way and, they had to craft it. Yeah. And being a theater major, I took yes. theater, uh, that one, you learned how to, you know, express different feelings and everything through color, through shape, through angles, through uh, all kinds of stuff. Makeup. And- the Lon Chaney movie is Laugh, Clown, Laugh. I can never remember Ooh. the name of that yes. one. Because that so good. I get it mixed up. With the man who laughs. Yeah. But it's laugh, clown, laugh yeah. is one of my favorite Lon Chaney ones. Yes. Because his expressions are just, mm, mm. And then, of course, you know, Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton just, mm. Mm. It's so good. Just incredible, uh, incredible artists. I like Howard Lloyd, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just, it, they were so crafty mm. in the way that they were able to portray emotions and scenes and events. The Kid is one of my favorite Charlie Chaplin films. Oh, I love The Kid. The Kid. Oh, so good. And Gold Rush. I remember because we used to watch Turner Classic Movies, the channel, all the time over the summer. I love Turner Turner Classics. And they would play silent films all the time Mm -hmm. in the summer. Mm -hmm. 
So I have a distinct core childhood memory of watching The Gold Rush mm-hmm. as like a tiny child. And I, I wasn't that maybe like six or seven because I could read the captions mm-hmm. and they were short enough and simple enough that even my small child brain could comprehend what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, and I just uh, helped you read. So, well, I mean, I was reading at a very young age, but I was able to comprehend the plot and keep up with it because, you know, it was mostly just acting. Mm-hmm. And then the little bits it was short enough to where I could read it. And I just have a very distinct memory. I love Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> He's wonderful. You should pick a oh, song. Oh, I should pick a song. Yeah, Since yeah. you haven't even picked one. Yep. So. Get me rambling about Ramble films. Roaring right along oh, here. <laughs> I, I love silent films. My first pick is I'm Wild About That Thing by Bessie Smith. What year was that? 1929. Oh, I like Bessie Smith. I like Bessie Smith a lot, too. And since uh, we're talking about silent films, I'm wild about that thing. <laughs> Let's go. I'm wild about that thing by Bessie Smith. Yay. She's got such a cool voice. Had such a cool voice. Yeah, I almost picked her but I didn't. There was a lot of cool songs that I kind of struggled with that I wanted to pick, but we decided that we'd just pick one Mm -hmm. just to make it easier because we weren't sure that we could even, like, upload it or anything. A lot of older songs are not on streaming sites. You can find a lot on YouTube, Mm -hmm. but streaming sites, not so much. I did find a really good playlist on Spotify, that was all 20 songs. And so I went down that rabbit hole today. Yeah, just, I, I was in the 20s on Halloween when mm. I found those 20s uh, playlists for Halloween songs. And that was a lot of fun. I think I picked one song, too. You did. But that was that was a challenge to find that song. It was. And that's why I was a little concerned. I'm like, I don't know how much yeah. like we can find with... That's Technology. We decided, well, we'll pick one 20s. Mm-hmm. We'll pick one song from our, like, teen years. Kind of dancey or something that, that got us motivated. And then just whatever we're kind of listening to now. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we're doing. Yeah. And mine kind of fits that, but also kind of not really. But kind yeah. of. Yeah. Well, I try not to put us in a box too much yeah. either. No one so, likes boxes. You know. We have kind of our standard thing for a while. Mm-hmm. We, we just figured out that we started this podcast uh, March, the beginning of March a year ago. And here it is March 1st. Even though we, you know, started our season at the beginning of the year just to make it easier. But um, and then we had a little struggle with the uh, playing the music and then we had to read. We had to take it down. Yeah. So we've, we've had our um, uh, moments, but we're learning and growing. It's been such a fun journey, so we we so appreciate you, Keys, out there being with us because it's just fun. We we so enjoy it. You know, music is our thing. I can't believe we've been doing it for a year now. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, Where did that year go? I I can't believe we're in March. I just can't believe we're in March. It seems like it was January a day ago. So, yeah, I'm gonna pick. The word of the day this week. Oh, I always say day. It is of the it day. Of it's this day. whatever day you <laughs> happen to be listening to the podcast. So it is of the day. Okay, we can say that. It's kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. Spelled K-E-R-F-U-F-F-L-E. And it first came out in 1930. It's a Scottish word. Uh, ker meaning twist. And fuffle to meaning disorder. So it means some kind of a commotion, a controversy, or fuss, a disorderly outburst, which I bet that happened a lot in the speakeasies. Mm-hmm. So I used it in a sentence her glasses were broken in the kerfuffle. That could happen. Anything can happen, especially in kerfuffle. Back in the 1920s. Can you imagine how fragile glasses were? 
thick the glass was. You know, there's a movie that I loved so much when I was in junior high. That was about the 20s called Bugsy Malone. Oh, I love that movie. Starring Scott Bayo from Happy Days. Happy Days. And Jodie Foster. <laughs> and it's a musical. All kids. It's all kids playing adults, adult gangsters. And oh, it's such a good movie. If you ever, ever want to see something fun. And they they like use, uh, um, what is it? Uh, whipping cream. Like cream or pies. Or like guns and yeah, stuff. Like yeah. Big cream, yeah, cream pies. pies. <laughs> yeah. It is such a cool movie. I love that movie so much. So my girlfriend and I, uh, when it came out in the theater, we went and saw that movie probably, I don't know, five times. And we actually, uh, they had a matinee and they'd run it like three times, seems like. It's like they'd have an early one and then kind of a mid and then a mid afternoon. And we actually hit out. And stayed and watched it three times that day. Ooh, how we cool. how we didn't get caught off, never know. That's fun though. Yeah. It's dangerous, but we had no money. But we love that movie so much, so much. And I'm glad to say I own it, but it's like a, a foreign copy of it. I think it's a Japanese I, version. I think it is, yeah. 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 And I don't know if you can find it. You could probably find it on your phone, though. You might be able to. Yeah, the music's fantastic in it, though. Oh, I love the music the music's in it. music's so good. Um, I think uh, Paul Williams did some of the music in it, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, yeah, uh, there's the one. You could have been anything that you wanted to be. Yeah. That, I believe, is Paul Williams that wrote that. So, uh-huh. yeah. When I was in high school... We went to state drama and competed. And one of the projects that I did, I did costume design and I did costume design for Bugsy Malone. Oh, the costumes in there is so phenomenal. It was very fun because I got Love to do it. like the time period piece for the costumes. Ooh, that was that would be really fun. cool. It didn't win, but it was fun. <laughs> well, as long as you had a good time. I That's did. And then I got to pick out like the fabric swatches for it. I I like that. I like uh, fabric. I have a thing for fabric. Yes, you do. Uh, It happens. Yes, Paul Williams did write Bugsy Malone. (laughs) And he did Fat Sam's Grand Slam. He did a lot of them. (gasps) I think he wrote all the music. He wrote all the music. All of these are him. Well, that's why it's so good. Well, there you go. Bingo. We might have to put that on later. Paul Williams. Anyway, if you want to see a great movie, Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone. Yeah. Yay. Shall you pick a song? I will. So I picked, growing up, I loved anything Motown sound. Loved the whole Motown sound. The Temptations, Diana Ross and the Supremes. Um, But one of my really all-time favorite was the Jackson 5. Loved Mike, little Michael Jackson and his brothers sounded so wonderful. And I used to watch American Bandstand. That was huge. So um, I remember them being on there a couple times. And I picked ABC because I love this song. It's fun and it makes me happy. And I love their harmonies. And it's just fun. It's easy as one, two, three. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, ABC by the Jackson 5. Go! ABC by Jackson 5. Woo! 1970. Wow. Ah. Wow. I was telling her that I'm still watching um, Are You Human 2? Because of the Vicks song, Is It Love? It is so wonderful because I hear Vicks throughout the the show. But there's like 35 episodes. There's a lot. 36, 35 or something. And I'm on like 32. But it's getting really, really good. But um, the song that popped in my mind because of the robot. So it's a robot movie. Not to tell you much about him. But it's like... 
as soon as everybody like finds out that he's a robot, everybody's just like disgusted with him and doesn't have any friends. He has no one. He's like so alone. Made me think of the song Ben mm. that Jackson Five did for that movie, mm. the the rat movie. <laughs> but I love that song so much, and you know it's like. Uh, um, most people would turn you away and everything, but I don't listen to what they say because he befriends this girl and uh, he he thinks, you know, she's a cyborg because she has a, a metal rod in her leg. And hmm. they're just the cutest thing. It's just such a good show. I really like it. Yay. So I picked Jackson 5 because of what's going on with that and Ben and all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I always loved Michael Jackson. So I always loved them all. I think they had great rhythm, great sound. Their sound was really good. They were fun. Like I said, anything Motown, Mm -hmm. they had some great bands. So, yeah. What about you? So since we kind of picked things that were popping off when we were younger, I picked a Panic at the Disco song because... (laughs) Panic at the Disco was big when I was young, and they're still pretty big now. But Panic at the Disco always has a special place in my heart, as does Fall Out Boy. But this song just fits the theme so well. It's Roaring Twenties by Panic at the Disco. Let's go. Let's go. Roaring Twenties by Panic at the Disco. Oh, wee. Yeah, I don't want to pick Panic again because I already picked Panic before. <laughs> but I hope he doesn't take too long of a hiatus. Mm. I understand having children. Put the kibosh on some it things. It does. Yes. Seems like we were talking about long, a while ago about how musicians are like usually really hot until they get married and have kids. And then they become like, this old man dad look (laughs) which they can either make work for them or they can't right but it just seems like you know you become a dad and you look like a dad yep except for maybe ryan reynolds he still looks the same yeah mike herrera mike herrera still looks he looks the same yeah he looks the same he looks exactly the same maybe like a little bit grayer but but yeah he looks exactly the same (laughs) so i think i like about tattoos because it seems like it kind of camouflages any old skin unless it's you know your tattoos start fading and stuff but i don't know fading oh, no, and oh, my tattoos yeah. <laughs> fading and sagging and the ink starts running me, and all that me good and frank, fun stuff frank turner i love frank turner <laughs> love those tattoos <laughs> so mm-hmm. i'm gonna I have three jokes, so I'll just randomly kind of stick a joke here, stick a joke there. That's cool. You're a joke. They're a joke. Everywhere. A joke joke? That's right. (laughs) It's go, go. Not cry, cry. (laughs) Okay, let's go. We're going to do a joke. So, what did the hiker say after being on a safari for a week? Oh, my giraffe. Safari, so good. Oh. Hi. Kind of sneaky. Hi. Hi. Okay. So I got slang words for the 1920s. You want to hear some slang words? Yes. Okay. Number one. Icy mitt. Icy mitt. Icy mitt. When you express feelings for someone, but they are not reciprocated. Oh. We call it the cold shoulder. Well, back then it was the icy mitt. I mean, I would, I'd say it's that's more just like you got friend zone, you got bro zone, you know. <laughs> that's that's more the term. You got the cold shoulder. Yeah, we don't really use cold shoulder that oh, much. That anymore. was my generation, at least my generation. I don't know what the kids these days say. They have I new don't. lingo. Every generation has their lingo. They got yeet and fleet. Yeah, I wasn't eating. I don't even know. See, it doesn't take long for you to be out of the loop, yeah. you know? It doesn't. Yeah. I try to be I try to be in the know though. You are more <laughs> in the know than I, know. I am. Considering I'm 
like what a year away from being 60 probably in the no more than most kids you're in the no more than me yeah I'm, i like no i just am i'm a knower <laughs> I, I kind of like my deep dark hole of not knowing not knowing yeah it's safe there it is <laughs> okay let's see and then there's blue nose which means a wet blanket or a fun sucker a blue nose. Blue nose. I wonder if that term came about at the same time as a brown nose. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Blue no- what but makes it blue? I have no idea. <laughs> well, you're a wet blanket, blue like the ocean. I don't know. Cold? Boring? I don't know. Fun sucker. That's uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sucking I mean, the fun out of everything. Boy, that's one of my favorite lines from Freaky Friday. This is lingo from you are a, fun a century ago so <laughs> yes. yeah and then uh iron your shoelaces that when someone someone says i gotta go iron my shoelaces meant they have to go to the bathroom wait what <laughs> yes how i don't know how but does that correlate i don't know but what what do you say when you have to go to the bathroom is a slang little term. Uh, fix your makeup is what we had, but... No. Um, <laughs> you have no idea. I gotta go dig Water the tulips? No. I just... That was just... I just go. I just say, yo, yeah. I gotta go pee. Uh, and so then I go pee. Seems like my brother would always... I gotta go see a man about a horse or something. There was some of that, but I don't know. All we used to say was, we're going to go fix our makeup. And everybody knew it was bathroom. So, because that's usually what we did. Yeah. You so. fix your makeup and you go to the bathroom. Yeah. I uh, See, I'm very, I'm very true to my German heritage. I'm very literal. Yeah. Maybe I say what I mean. <laughs> and I mean what I say. If I'm like, yo, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to say, yo, I got to go to the bathroom. You know, in the old days, they ironed everything. Everything, even <laughs> handkerchiefs, everything. They probably did iron the shoelaces. I'm just saying. When you said that, I was thinking it was going to be something along the lines of, I have to wash my hair that day. Yeah. Because to me, that's it what sounds like. Yeah. It seems like. It's like, oh, I can't go out that day. I have I'm, to stay home and iron my shoelaces. Yeah. Of course. That, that makes sense. That makes more sense than going to the yeah. bathroom. But I mean, that's... Okay. I don't know. This is a century later, reflecting uh, on the past. We still have the cat's pajamas, which means the coolest, don't they? The cat's pajamas? Oh, I guess I'm showing my age. We had cat's pajamas. We yeah, could- just means the coolest. That's the cat's pajamas or the bee's knees. Yeah, we, we still say bee's knees and like the cat's meow. Yeah, so that was another one. Cat's yeah. meow, the, yeah. bee's knees, and bee's knees was the best. And yep. yeah. Yeah. We still say those. Those yeah. are still around. Do you say the juice joint? That's a speakeasy or a nightclub. The juice joint. Oh, See, cool. Because that's it was juice up front, party in the back. Hey. Business up front, party in the back. That's actually pretty cool. The juice, juice joint. joint. I like that one. That'd make a good band name. <laughs> or a good album name. This one I like. On a toot. On a toot? Not what you think. And it's to go on a drinking spree. Oh. On a toot, but... You know, we were thinking too many beans and suppers. Yes, that's, <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, I suppose today we just call that a bender. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then there's giggle water, which I'm sure you all know is alcohol. Giggle water. <laughs> I like that's it. champagne for me. Really? Champagne makes me laugh and giggle and be silly. It, it does. They, you know, I say I can't drink much, which is absolutely the truth. Um, but champagne gives me a terrible headache. I was going to say champagne gives but, me a headache. But it does kind of get me peppy and giggly. It doesn't do that. It's like instant headache for me. Mm. Any kind of like bubbly wine. I yeah. don't know why. And I've tried... High-end champagne, too. Like, real champagne from France. High-end, vouv, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It still gives me a gnarly headache. Just a couple sips, too. Yeah. Not even a whole glass. Not even drinking, drinking. It's just one glass and worst headache ever. Yeah. 
I don't know what it is. They would, um, when I was in college up north, they had uh, champagne for ladies that it was like for an hour, they'd have free champagne for ladies and they'd give them, we'd get a flower. We'd usually get a carnation or usually it was carnations and they'd have peanuts and all kinds of stuff. But for an hour it was ladies and, and yeah, that was fun. But (laughs) of course, you know, we have a few, yeah, we always have someone to pick us up. But um, I really, at the time, I really liked this one guy and we had champagne and all the girls and I was in a dorm and all the girls in the dorm, you know, after you have some of that brave, the giggle, the giggle juice, juice yep. I actually got brave enough to giggle call water. him up. Yeah. Yeah. Liquid and courage. Liquid courage. Er. And he did show up and yeah, we went out and had a good time. And we we remained like really good friends though. So, uh, so you didn't get the icy mitt. No, no, he was actually really, really sweet. And at the time, I didn't know at the time he did have a girlfriend, which was kind of, um, she was like a rodeo chick. So I was up north in Sheridan and, and he was cowboy, Denver cowboy. Anyway, um, she was on a circuit and stuff and we, we never like dated, dated, but we remained really good friends. And he was a good friends with my best friend guy. So we kind of all hung in the same circles, but um, it was just kind of just the timing of it. It wasn't meant to be, but he was such a good friend that I had like trouble with this one guy. I broke up and he drove like six hours just to come and take me out to dinner and dancing. And we went and danced to Chris Ledoux and yeah, he was just a super special friend. So Aww. yeah. Yay. Yay for friends. Giggle water. Sometimes Giggle it makes water. you break. Um, egg is someone who lives extravagantly. An egg. An egg. Mm. I don't know. Extravagant. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, know your onions. And to know what you're talking about, just know your onions. It must have been a I, farmer's market have, thing or something. I don't know. There's just, onions I need to know about? Yes. Oh. Maybe some are rotten. I don't know. Just know your onions. Know That's them. all I'm saying. <laughs> There's glad rags, which... We use that. It was fancy clothes that you wore on a night out. It's your glad rags. You never heard of that ever in my whole life. Okay. That was my generation, not hers. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. You put on your glad rags. Uh, crate was a car and also boiler was a car. Eh? Um, yeah. That's what they called cars. Crate. And a boiler? And a boiler. Don't know. Okay. Okay. Just, and... Uh, bunny? What do you think bunny means? You did mention this. Silly. Not right. Uh, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't be a dumb bunny. <laughs> and then a canary was a woman singer. And then we already talked about cats meow. Whoa. Bleez knees. The bleez knees. So there's my slang words. You should pick your final song. Oh, okay. I was just saying, I was listening. I've been listening to TO1. Mm. So they're fun. Uh, what a Beautiful Day is the song I almost picked. But what so. is the song that you did pick? I picked Blue Moon by B2B. And I love the cinema version. Came out in 2018. And they performed it on Legendary Wars on Kingdom. Oh, so good. And it's so good. I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant little uh, play musical it, that they put on. That was one of my all-time favorite performances. Yes. And I, I love the that, twist at the end and everything. That being said, I'd say about probably half of all the performances on Kingdom Legendary Wars are some of my favorites. Yes. This one just... Mm. Um, this was one of the ones that really, really made me like B2B. Because I didn't know B2B before I watched Legendary Wars. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the performances that really, really impressed me with them. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Blue Moon by B2B. Blue Moon by B2B. I love the piano. Oh, the, so good. Just, yeah. So good. I just want to go to a play, watch a musical or play. We haven't been to a play in like a million years. I know. Because I think we're probably about three million, aren't we? <laughs> I feel yes. three million. Today, I feel three million yes. just because the weather is bad. I'm like, I don't need a weather man. I have the weather body mm. that hurts whenever there's storms. So I was like, why do I feel like someone ran over me with a track? And then I look outside. It's like, oh, yeah, that would explain so much. That would be yep, it. Yep, that would be the reason. Mm-hmm. But it's all good. Just keep singing. That's what I do. Keep singing. So the cold stays away because everybody's sick around me. That's what I've been doing. Ah. I've been singing. I've been keeping it at bay as best as possible. Well, we it was time to change the furnace filter. So now we have clean filter air. So that's going to help. Because mm-hmm. we all started like sneezing a lot too. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty dusty. So well, I'm going to pick my last pick. Yes. Oh, and I got two more jokes. So, do you want to do a joke before my last pick? I can, if you want me to. Go for it. Okay. What is the best way to talk to a hot dog? In the bun? Be frank. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, because my grandpa was frank. He he was Frank Hardy, like the Hardy boys. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I think wasn't Salem's uh, dad Charlie Brown. Charlie, her grandpa was Charlie Brown. Her grandpa was Charlie Brown. Yes, so mine was Frank Hardy, <laughs> and I love the Hardy Boys just because of that. So that's fair. Be that's Frank fair. makes me think of my yeah, grandpa. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but who talks to their hot? I don't know. Who talks to hot? I don't even like hot dogs. So oh, that's right. Just, she does not like. I hot hate dogs. hot dogs. I like them grilled. More than anything. I don't like them boiled. I, just, uh, I don't like hot dogs. I, I don't, don't. I just don't like them boiled much. You can fry them. I don't care. You can slice them and fry them or something. I like them in pigs in a blanket. I, I do like them like that. I like brats, but I don't like hot dogs. Mm. I don't eat them that much, so it's probably a good thing. I really Who knows like what's dogs. in them? Anyways. But Madlock ate them every day. Ugh. And, yeah. You know. If Madlock could do it, so could I. If I had to. If I had I just, to, I would, but I not want to boil But it. I would eat it. I would eat a boiled one. I just, I don't like hot dogs. Well, my folks always boiled them and no. then put um, Hormel chili on there. Chili dogs. Yeah, chili dogs, which I'm still not a fan. I don't like Hormel chili and I don't like hot dogs. I wasn't a fan of that. Well, meal. I didn't like chili much growing up. I, I didn't really like my mom's chili. Mm. But I really never liked Hormel chili because it's bitey. Yeah. But I like the chili that I, the recipe that I came up with. I like your that chili. That was really good. Your chili is good. So. Anyways, off subject. <laughs> My last pick. So this, I'm not exactly sure when this became a thing. I want to say about, probably about in the 20 teens, 2013, 2014. It was like shortly after we moved to Colorado that I found out about this, but there is a genre that is basically like swing dubstep and it's really, really cool. And this was before I had much of an appreciation for electronic music. I was still into like, you know, guitars and things like that, which is good too. But now I have broadened my horizons and I enjoy everything. But this was something that I always found super cool yeah, I want to say I found out about it in like 2013, 2014. But yeah, it's like a swing dubstep electronic music. It's super cool. So the song that I picked is Back in Time by Swing Republic. Back in Time by Swing Republic. Mm. That's totally reminds me of Pentatonics. I do like them because they do all like the different sounds with their voices, different instrumenty sounds. Mm-hmm. They're cool. They're a cool band. But oh, one more joke. Uh, okay. I just was going to say, I, 
I've mentioned it before, but I love it when people use old style music and mix it with new style music. To me, it's super cool. And you can find all kinds of playlists if you just like look up swing techno or swing dubstep. And there's a whole bunch of bands now. I can't even remember the name of the group was the first one that I heard, but yeah, looks like an endless sea when it, um, when it comes to music. Like we were even uh, we had a friend who uh, um, owned Ernie Novembers, mm-hmm. and he says, you know, I do music all the time. It's his life. It's my life. And he goes, and there's never. I always discover new stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Every time I turn around, there's new music. There's new artists. It's just like a never-ending, bottomless pit. It is. So it's amazing. And just when you think you think you've heard it all, there's always something new, something mm-hmm. new coming out, somebody new. So I have one more joke. Okay, what would you get if you crossed a small bear and a cow? Cow bear. Winnie the Moo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Winnie the Moo. <laughs> I don't know why I made me laugh. That, that, one's, that one's good. <laughs> that one's cute. Anything poo-related? I, or love poo. Poo. <laughs> I love poo. One was, what do you get when you cross a bear and a skunk? Winnie the Poo. Pew. But the moo, the, the moo was better. better. The moo <laughs> was way better. <laughs> okay, well, next week we're going to talk about arcade games. Ooh. <laughs> Be we'll fun. talk about some of my favorite old school arcade games. We're going to have fun with next week's episode. Yes. I already have ideas. I have so many ideas. Yay. Boy, an arcade game sure have come a long way since oh, the... Yeah. And I used to play them. But now they're also ago. going back. You know, there's nothing like the classics. It comes around. Yeah. But more on that next week. Woo! Woo! Well, thanks for joining us, Keys. We love you. You guys keep singing. Stay healthy. Stay happy. Be kind to each other. Watch some good K-dramas because there's a lot of good ones out Mm -hmm. there. And I'm Kim. I'm Michaela. And see you guys later. We love you. Bye. Bye.